This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads, like I just said, where we're giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. Uh, special just after Halloween episode. Uh, as I was saying, um, I got to dress up for the show, and that was cool because it wasn't planned, but it's awesome because sometimes unplanned things can be fun, and sometimes unplanned things can be expensive. But in this case, we're not talking about pregnancy. We're talking about video games, and we got backwards. Sorry, we got... <laughs> Messed that up twice. We got Games with Gold uh, from Xbox coming out for November. Starting out with Battlefield 1, which I didn't get to play. Supposed to be good. Uh, finally get to play it um, because it's coming out for Games with Gold for Xbox One. Also got Race the Sun, which I didn't get to play. But uh, I assume you're racing the sun and trying to get closer uh, to the sun uh, or something to that effect. I don't know. Let me know in the comments if you played the game. We also got the first Assassin's Creed uh, for Xbox 360, backwards compatible Xbox One, blah, blah, blah. Amazing game, classic. From the storytelling aspect and the uh, uh, the setting, I absolutely love this game. It's still one of my favorites, if not maybe second favorite in the franchise, even though it's the first, uh, just because of where it takes place and the, and the story involved. And you get some really cool stuff with Abstergo, which they don't go into a lot anymore. We also got Dante's Inferno, which is not for the kids. So everybody uh, who is uh, who is an adult who has kids, do not play this around your kids. It is not appropriate at all. Um, I love this game, though. This is actually one of my favorites. It was a quasi-God of War ripoff, but at the same time, it did it, did it so well that uh that i absolutely loved it like i said um this you're gonna hear me say that a lot this this week because we also got bullet storm this is starting out the playstation plus uh free game so ps4 uh free uh and we're actually getting bullet storm full clip edition which has duke nukem in it it's really cool it's gearbox publishing gearbox jumped onto you know people can fly in and got in with this we also got uh, uh yakuza uh kawami which apparently is a good uh, Yakuza game that is doesn't require the knowledge of the previous Yakuza games. So I'm all about that. Uh, Kevin's going to be playing it because he's been really wanting to get into the series. And uh, yeah, and you can because it's free. Why not? That's the whole that's the whole point of PlayStation Plus, right? We also got the Jackbox Party Pack 2, which has got Fibbage 2 and quite a few other things. So um I've been a fan of Jackbox since the beginning. Uh, glad this is this is out for free, so other people can try it. This is one of my favorite games to play when people are when you have a large group of people over. So it's really cool. Uh, we also got uh, Arketo the series, which uh, is a collection of three uh, games, um, old school classic arcade style, new games but arcade style. 
also got Burly Man at Sea. Uh, we're getting this for, I think, PS3, PS4, and uh, Vita, which is really great. We actually got to play this uh, early on. Uh, we got early access code to this, but I can't remember the exact connection on that. So I apologize for not remembering exactly how we got a copy of it early, uh, but loved it. Um, I am glad that I get to play it again. I'm glad that I get to play it uh, on a different platform. Get to play this on PC. It was really good. We also got Roundabout for PlayStation Vita, which um, apparently you have a limo and you go around and around and around. And um, yeah, I really don't, I don't know what to think about this game. Apparently it's supposed to be like kind of tongue in cheek and funny, but I don't, I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about it, but we'll let you know when we do the uh, Gold Plus Roundup where we review all of these games. Starting out in the, uh, backwards compatible games that were just announced. We got Just Cause, which was pretty good. I think Just Cause 2 is my favorite. 3 is good too, obviously, but, uh, you know, Just Cause, the first one was, it was a quasi-GTA copy, um, and it was, wasn't as good as, you know, it was, it was their first foray into the, into the series, but I don't think it was, I thought it was okay. But, um, yeah, if you are a big fan, you can play it now. I'm a fan of Castlevania. And I'm one of the few people who actually absolutely loved the 3D Lord of Sh Lords of Shadow almost as much, if not more, than uh, the platforming old school classic stuff. Uh, we, so we got Castlevania Lords of Shadow uh, that's backwards compatible. We also got Mirrors of Fate HD. This is the Castlevania game that originally came out on the 3DS, but uh, they did an HD version for Xbox 360. Uh, so you get it for your Xbox One now because this is backwards compatible and Castlevania Lords of Shadows 2 which is great because again more Castlevania Lords of Shadow I love loved this series I loved this stuff um, I don't have digital copies of this so I'm gonna have to look and see if I can buy a digital copy uh, just to get in on this uh, because I loved playing these games and I'd love to have them in my collection again that being said I could probably grab them at a, at a used uh, game shop for not too expensive now since they are xbox 360 games but backwards compatibility for the win um everyone remembers nintendo labo and uh they're actually using it in more uh in more schools which is really cool uh so nintendo labo it's uh, actually brought out a teacher guide to talk to uh um Sorry, I have Labo teacher guide in to uh, help instruct uh, and help teachers in regards to how to utilize uh, Labo in the schools in order for uh, them to understand the full functionality of this and being able to really take advantage of all the things that the that Labo can do. Because you know, a lot of people made fun of Labo um, when it came out. I thought it was it was. It was pretty good for what it was doing. I think there's a lot of things you can do with Labo. There's a lot of um, possibilities. Um, and education is one of those. I mentioned that early on. This is great to teach kids these principles, to teach them how to do, uh, to teach them programming, to teach them uh, order of operations. Uh, it teaches them physics, teaches them a lot of really cool things. And... Oh well, <laughs> I was gonna fix my wig, but oh well. Um, teaches the kids a lot of really cool things, uh, and I'm really glad that Nintendo is taking this to the schools uh, to have them you know, do more with that. Speaking of Nintendo Switch, uh, Switch has now uh, hit or passed 22 million 
um, units. Yeah, that's not as good as um, PlayStation, as the PlayStation 4. It's not as good as the Xbox One. Um, then again, it came out later than those, so we are talking about a console that came out, uh, was it three, four years into the life cycle of the, is it three years? Three years into the life cycle of these next-gen consoles, and Switch is doing its own thing. Nintendo's doing their own thing uh, with the Nintendo Switch, um, and I'm okay with it. Uh, I think those are, that's decent sales. I think we're going to see this uh, go up a little bit. I mean, we're going to see it go up more, obviously. But we're going to see it go up more now that we're going to have um, more Smash Brothers and other stuff coming out. Speaking of that, I guess I'll, I'll jump over to talk about Smash Brothers. Uh, Smash uh, just did a Nintendo Direct, and there's lots of stuff in there that I really don't care about. Honestly, I don't think this needed to be a 40-minute thing about Nintendo Switch. I'm sorry, about Nintendo Switch, about, um, uh, about Super Smash Brothers. I think this is going to be a great game. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to get it. I want it in my collection. I want to be able to play Smash. I don't play Smash that much, though. I don't play it that often. I'm not going to go grab it immediately. Um, I will say that there's a reason that I'm, or there's a reason that I probably will grab it immediately. I was go not going to, as I start to second guess myself and argue with myself. Uh, but the last two uh, Smash Fighters were announced. Uh, so there's 74 characters in the roster. Ken and uh, Incineroar, uh, which I don't, uh, and Pro, uh, sorry, Incineroar with Piranha Plant added as a bonus character uh, for pre-order. So I guess I should probably pre-order it just to get that. Um, the other uh, part that uh, they said that is only going to be available, according to, or I guess that was that was the part that was uh, only available for for pre-order. Uh, but it also, uh, they've announced a single-player mode, which is good that they've done that. Excuse me while I, while I mute that. Um, uh, single-player mode, uh, which is a World of Light uh, that's going to be uh, on there, which some people were freaking out about. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Taru, Tabu, whatever. I don't, I don't follow the lore of smash brothers all i care about is like hanging out and playing with playing with my friends and playing and losing to a lot of people that's that's like my key thing that i do when i play nintendo switch uh, sorry when i play um smash brothers is i lose really well um but the uh the world of light is the single player bit for uh, for super smash brothers which i'm glad that they're doing more single player because like we've said single player is needed single player is key one of the things that it used to be back in my day uh, single player used to actually teach you um, not only the mechanics, but like you would kind of hone your skills with your uh, with different characters by going through a single player. That was the way to kind of not only tutorial to do a tutorial, but also to uh, test yourself. And I think this is I'm glad that they're doing a more uh, single player because there's so many games that are kind of going away from a single player. So I'm really glad that uh, to see that in there. Um, they they didn't say a lot of details about it other than showing the trailer, which destroys all the characters um, from Smash. But there's going to be you know some shadow versions and whatever. Like they they didn't full on say it, and I'm probably wrong in half of what I'm saying. But they're not killing them. It's just like it's just like the snap. They're going to be back. Everyone's going to be happy. Uh, you just gotta you know gotta go along for the ride. Speaking of going along for the ride, Red Dead 2, 
Red Dead 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, has uh, now officially been the largest opening uh, in not just in video game history, but in the history of entertainment. This is the largest opening, largest three in three days, $725 million. That is more as bigger opening than any movie ever. There's a bigger a video game opening, video game, you know, uh, uh, I guess it wouldn't be a weekend, but usually you look at box office weekends for movies. This is bigger than any of those. Deservedly so. This game is wonderful. It is vast. It is great. Uh, I will say that there is uh, a lot of attention to detail uh, that, that I think is like a little overboard. Um, to me, skinning, I didn't need to have the animation every single time. I think Assassin's Creed uh, did that better, which uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what um, Jim Starling said recently about this, but it's true. Um, I didn't need to see this. I didn't need to do the skinning over and over and over again every single time I take down a deer. Um, also looting bodies uh, and going through a campsite. We had a, sorry, we had a, um, you know, one of the solo missions, or because they're called solo missions, one of the uh, story bits. Uh, we took out this, like all these people, and uh, one of the NPCs was like, "All right, you know, take what you need and let's go." And I think it took me like five minutes to loot all of the bodies. And that's a little excessive, and kind of took me out of the story for a little bit. I'm not saying there needs to be in this game. There doesn't need to be like a group loot um, uh, the way that World of Warcraft and other games are, are doing uh, loot systems. I don't think it needs that, but. Assassin's Creed's a lot easier where you just kind of walk over over the bodies and, and take it. I think that makes a lot more sense um, because it was, yeah, I think they're going for uber realism, but I think that uh, it slowed me down a lot in doing that. Uh, we got a new game announced, uh, by the way, uh, from the creator of Undertale, uh, Deltarune. Sorry, it wasn't announced. It was released. Um, I don't know a lot about it, honestly. Um... I'm intrigued because this is kind of a mystery game um, with uh, which to me, you know, a, a lot of it has a lot of inspiration from older games, which I think is really cool. You know, obvious inspiration from, I don't know, a certain game with a certain person and a certain sword and a certain try thing. You know what I mean? Um, I'd like to play it, though. I may pick it up. Because Undertale was really good, and you know this creator Undertale. So hmm. let me know in the comments if you've uh, if you played this or if you're going to play it. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm not sold on it yet. But what I am sold on, and I know that some people are not, I'm sold on the PlayStation Classic. I love a lot of the games that are that are going to be preloaded in this. Um, I'm going to go through all of them. Grand Theft Auto which is uh, amazing. It's the first one in the series. Battle Arena to, uh, Toshiden, which is um, kind of similar to... Um, sorry, I'm going to have to rewind this. Uh, it reminds me a, a lot of uh, old-school Virtua Fighter. We got uh, R4 Ridge Racer Type 4. I never played it, um, but, you know, it's Ridge Racer, so... Yeah, why not? Mr. Driller. This is one I don't really care about. So there's one. I'm going to count how many wins I don't care about. That's one. Mr. Driller, Metal Gear Solid. Amazing. I didn't think this was going to be on, uh, on the Classic. It, it skipped so many collections that I didn't think they were going to have this on there at all. And I'm really glad that, uh, I'm really glad that it's on there. 
we also got, drumroll please, over to Twisted Metal, the original Twisted Metal. Great stuff. Very excited about it. Abe, uh, Odyssey, sorry, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey is one of my favorite games. I have uh, a very special place in my heart for Abe's Od uh, for uh, Oddworld. Siphon Filter. Okay, there's the second one that I'm like, I don't know if I really care about it. Um, I didn't play it. Then again, I may get to try it. Rayman, great game, great platforming, really fun stuff. Uh, we've got Tekken 3, a great Tekken game, a great fighting game. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Okay, honestly, I'm gonna put this as my third one that I don't really know if I care about. So that's three. So if you're keeping score. Wild Arms. I never played Wild Arms. Um, excited about that. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, what else do we get? Jumping Flash. Have no idea what this is. Don't know if I should care. Reminds me of Pilot Wings. And I don't know if I should care. So that's four that I don't really care about. Cool Borders 2. If you did not play this game back in the day and you're around my age, then you don't know what you're missing. Any of the kids out there, yeah, there's better snowboarding games, but this game was so cool. My second favorite snowboarding game next to the Final Fantasy VII snowboarding section in the game. Uh, Snow cool Borders 2 is really great, though. Final Fantasy VII, speaking, speaking of the devil, there it is. So that makes, I'm still at four. Destruction Derby, okay. There's the fifth one that I don't really care about. Destruction Derby, I probably will never touch. Revelations Persona, yes. Very happy about that. It's one of the first Persona games to come out, uh, by the way, in uh, in America. Um, so what else do we get? Super Puzzle, Super Puzzle Fighter Turbo, uh, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. Okay, that's probably the sixth one. I love I love uh, um, Street Fighter, but I don't really care about this. So that's six. Intelligent Cube. This, if if anyone out there. If anyone out there watched our video, watched our video where we specifically went through the games that are going to be on the PlayStation Classic and the games that we think should be on there are the games that we personally wish were on there. You may remember I mentioned Intelligent Cube and I said, this is obscure. No one's going to want this game except for me and a few other people. And uh, guess what? I'm not alone. Intelligent Cube is great. It's an amazing puzzle game. And you know what? Resident Evil Director's Cut is an amazing game too, so that's on there. Um, so six out of 20, six out of 20, I don't care about. So 14 out of 20 are games that I really, that I'm either excited for, or I'm going to play 16 out of 20. That's not, sorry, 14 out of 20. Sorry. That's bad math. Six. I don't really care about at all. The other 14 I'm excited about. That's not bad in my opinion. Uh, okay, so the price, 100 bucks. So it's more, again, $20 per. It's over $5 per game. If, if I did not have a collector mentality, if I was not a hardcore uh, gamer at heart, if I was not a lover of all this, and by the way, I just realized this is visible and it's a... Uh, this is a hanky. It may have looked, um, <laughs> looked inappropriate, but this is a handkerchief, so I apologize. Um, if I was not a hardcore nerd, as you can tell, um, if I was not also betting money and very, very confident that this thing's going to be hacked within a month or two, 
if I wasn't in that mindset, then I'd probably pass on it. Uh, the good thing is, though, I think that from a collector's standpoint, I'm excited about this and I'm going to get it. Uh, from a gamer standpoint, 16 games that on uh, in that collection I want to play. Okay. Um, is it worth five bucks a pop? Probably not, but that thing is going to be moddable. It's also nice and plug and play and easy. It's probably going to have save states. Sony hasn't talked about this, by the way. The NES and the SNES Classic uh, have have uh, save states that you know you're playing uh, whatever game and you you do a quick save state. I'm assuming that this is going to do the same thing. Uh, if they're not doing something like that, then then Sony's really missing the mark, and someone's going to probably mod that too. But I'm banking on, and I'm hopeful and waiting for, uh, not only to get my PlayStation Classic, but also it's going to be modded. And then after it's modded, uh, you'll be able to put whatever game you want onto that uh, through, uh, through ROMs. Uh, I guess I, uh, ISOs in this point, because they're not really ROMs. You're talking about disk images at this point. But I have some of these classic games, and I have backups of these classic games. And there may be classic games that are never going to be released ever. Like, I never thought Intelligent Cube was going to be released. There's others that are probably never going to be released either. So from a, again, collector's standpoint, there's a bunch that I'm going to put onto this as soon as they hack it, because someone's going to hack it. Someone's going to mod it and let me put whatever games I want on there, which is what happened with the NES and the SNES Classic. So when that happens, I will have uh, a PlayStation that plays all the PlayStation games that I want to play, um, the only drawback is that it doesn't have the analog sticks. I don't think that they're really needed in pretty much all of these games. But I know it didn't launch with analog sticks, but there were some games that, that utilized them. And it would be a little weird playing without those, but I don't know. Let me know in the comments if you're going to get the PlayStation Classic. Let me know if you're, uh, if you're excited about it and if you miss analog sticks on the PlayStation Classic. Because... We've been using analog sticks since. So how do you feel about going back without analog sticks? Let me know in the comments and we'll see you later. Thanks for watching This Week in Our Collective Heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell. And that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot of a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.